Book Podcast, episode 47. Um, hope you got a big helping spoonful of having a four-man podcast for the last three episodes because we're back to basics now. Back to two-man <laughs> because we need to we need to reestablish the baseline after we had a bunch of special episodes for the Game of the Year stuff. So today, I, Emmett Watkins Jr., your host, is joined here today with uh hunter davenport i don't know why i almost forgot your name that was i i wow okay (laughs) i don't know why my brain just like stopped it's been a minute but it hasn't been that long of it it really hasn't i'm i'm on twitter with you all the time so like god (laughs) yeah i don't don't know what's going on there yeah hi i'm here (laughs) oh man brain damage i don't know what to tell you I eat too many processed (laughs) foods and now the red dye number five is in my brain me too man it's it's been bad (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. This air fryer ain't helping. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But how's it going with you, dude? It's good. It's good. Been playing a lot of games Been stuck working and lift, <laughs> staying inside <laughs> like we're supposed to. Yep. All things I can relate to heavily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Well, it's good to unwind a little bit tonight as we crack into some of the most anticipated games we're looking forward to for the rest of 2021. So it should be a fun episode. Oh, yeah. Hells yeah. And it will definitely serve as a distraction from another podcast who is talking reckless on some other shit. Oh, Uh, boy. Uh. (laughs) I'll let people find that out. Uh, Most of the I'm sure most people listening to this probably follow me on Twitter or something. So you've probably seen my meltdown already. So I'm just going (laughs) to I'm sliding past that right now. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. So to ignore all that. Uh, We're going to start the show off as we do every single episode or every single normal episode, at least uh, with the what we're playing segment. Um, It's been about a month since we've come to you and talked to you about the things that we're playing right now. So uh, it's about time we talk a lot about that type of stuff, starting with actually, Hunter, do you want to kick us off? Talk about one of the games you've been up to? Sure. Uh, I actually just got a PS5. I was I was able to hit. I was able to hit F5 faster than anyone else. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Um, and I've been playing a lot of uh, Miles Morales. There we go. That's and a good one. That game is fantastic. They do a really good job of, job of making it feel like this is not just like not another Spider-Man story. This feels like his story. Mm. Um, and it's just all around the, the, Venom's, the Venom punch stuff. And like, it's just really good. I, I'm really enjoying this game. Hell yeah, man. That's another one where that I actually have a little bit of a weird uh, relationship with Miles because I love that game. I think it is better than the original 20, I think, what, 16 or 17? No, uh, 2018. No, 2018, yes. Wow. Okay. It feels longer than that. <laughs> it but feels yeah. like 50 years ago. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think Miles Morales is better than the original Spider-Man, but uh, it was weird during, I mean, I'm sure people heard it, heard this already, but during the Game of the Year conversations, that was always the game that was just right off the edge to where just missed nominations or it was like, like we did a top 10 for our game of the year list. I think it might've been like 11 or 12 on that list. <laughs> it, it, it definitely, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to play it last year. And, uh, but this, this year when I, while I am playing, I think, I think it's pretty close to being better than the first one. Honestly, mm. I haven't beaten it yet, so I don't want to like say it is because I, I I don't know, but <laughs> okay, it's get it's getting up there for me. Okay, I feel you. I I don't know. I think a big reason why I like Miles more than the original is outside of the things it does with the story, because I'm not going to spoil any of that. Yeah. 
Um, I, I just think it's a better condensed package where yeah. you could definitely tell a lot of the bloat was there in the original game, which makes sense. It's a $60 game. You want to sell it as such, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like they cut down everything and all the side quests are meaningful. And if they ask you to do a bunch of trivial bullshit, they at least point you right in the direction. Yeah. And there's like a lot of the collectibles there's under like 20 for most of them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it is a more condensed experience. And I do appreciate it for that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I, I think it's a really solid title. So, you know, I'm glad that you're finally playing it. I, are you yes, doing, you do. are you hitting that high frame rate? Or are you just like, oh, oh yeah. I, yeah. I am. Yeah. I definitely am. Cause I'm like, I want to, I, I, I spent $500 for the thing. I want to see how it runs. <laughs> good man. Good man. Someone over my heart. I, I mean, I know people talk about the RTX stuff in there, but now they've added ray tracing and high frame rate mode. So it's like, what's the point of choosing? <laughs> I know it's like the abundance of choice. Like it is amazing. Hell yeah. I fuck with it heavily. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying that one. That one's really good. Uh, that's probably, uh, within the next few weeks, I might end up getting a platinum in that one because all I have to do is replay it and get one story trophy. So, yes, I'm ready for that one. So, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy that one as well. Um, and actually, speaking of games that we're coming back to the replay, uh, that's the first game that I have on this list here that I've been playing. Um, I've spent the last maybe a little under a month or so uh, getting back into Fallout 4. Nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I've been tweeting a little bit about it. It basically, I played Fallout 4 back when it first came out on PlayStation 4. Super excited, big Fallout fan, of course. And for whatever reason, I did play a lot of hours of that game. I played upwards of like 70 hours of it on PS4, but I just fell off and I never got around to beating the mainline story. Uh, just because they have the whole faction system and you had to pick a side at some point, And once you did, that would just completely turn you into a villain to all other factions. And I just wasn't ready for that type of commitment. So I just like steered away and just never, I just explored the world, did all the side stuff and never came back to the main story. So I was a little bit sad about that, but came back to it on PC with the higher frame rate, finally playing a shooter at the frame rate it's supposed to be. <laughs> at yes. frames per second. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is hitting a lot better now. It, I, I like, I like fallout Four. I don't, I don't, I, it's not, I wouldn't call it my favorite fallout game. Cause I, cause like, I think I've like in total, I've logged more hours in a new Vegas than I have four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's expansion stuff is pretty strong. Are you playing like far Harbor or anything? um i'm i'm thinking about it i don't think i'm gonna do it immediately but i did pick up the season pass just because you know i i like i remember liking some of that content that i tried out on the ps4 so i definitely wanted to try that again on pc oh yeah i was definitely like when that uh robot expansion came out like that i got really into that (laughs) at the time Mm. and that's a really fun addition to those games uh that i hope that they kind of carry into like elder scrolls or like they just they can have these giant expansions, but also I like these smaller kind of build a robot type things, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's one thing I'm a little bit weird about because those smaller expansions, I especially Automaton, the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I thought that one was a lot of fun and I really got into the whole, I don't know. Oh, I'm fighting a robot bad guy. Let's go fight the bad guy. Like, yeah, that was really fun. Gave me yeah. Silver Shroud vibes if you played that side quest. Yes. Yes. Silver Shroud. Exactly. And it's so really good. Yeah. 
that stuff's really good. It, I don't know if they would ever bring that to Elder Scrolls because that's kind of like no, no, not 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 the same like content, but like oh I, yeah, I, I hope it's like there's like smaller like lower price DLC. I do hope they do smaller like just the Quest or two type DLC. My main concern is in Fallout Four that stuff was attached to like the settlement building and all yeah, of that. That's so uh, <laughs> that's where I get scared. Yeah, like I don't know how much of that stuff I want in a new Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> yeah, like maybe maybe tone that back a little bit. Exactly. Like I know you had Hearthfire and Skyrim and all that stuff, but I'm like, eh, that that wasn't why I came to this franchise. So <laughs> we'll we'll see how things shake out there, but um. But yeah, as far as replaying it on PC, I've been now that I actually have the full context of the story instead of just seeing the ending scenes. Um, I I think I might like that game a lot more than I've been giving it credit. Um, just for the fact that the main thing I always say with Fallout Three and even New Vegas, for the most part, uh, is that those games are cool and I like their worlds and the characters and the stories, but they are often a chore to play. <laughs> They, they can be. I, yeah. I, I went back to New Vegas last year and I was like, well, first of all, this is too depressing for the time we live in. <laughs> but also, yeah. this is tough to play. <laughs> yes, indeed. Like just the fact that they're trying to be first person shooters w- without really nailing how those games feel. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, it didn't really sit right with my soul. <laughs> Especially with Fallout 4, how they had the, the Destiny guys help out with the shooting. Oh, it's yes. hard to go back. Mm-hmm. Yes, even to the point where, like the even playing remote play Fallout Four on Vita, like even oh, that God. felt pretty good. And I did that for a couple hours back in the day. So, man, I remember that. That is dedication. Yeah, I, I have to be on point with my brand. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoying it a lot more on PC. Of course, the frame rate is helping that combat even more. And I still don't love the whole faction system. And I think this is the reason why. I walked away from New Vegas pretty much for the same reason because you have to choose through all these factions and it's like, oh man, who do I pick? And it's even worse in New Vegas because at least in Fallout 4, there's an obvious like, okay, you have the bad guys in the Institute, you have the bad guys in Brotherhood of Steel, and then the railroad is pretty much all good. They're literally the analog for the Underground Railroad. So it's like... Okay, at least they have an obvious good guy, but in New Vegas, everyone has a negative side against them. So it's like, <laughs> yes, it's like, how do I even choose this? This is just impossible for me. Uh, uh, that's a uh, follow up for, I think, the, 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 um, the factions. There's only like four, I believe, if I remember correctly. And they don't really have that same level of like, well, these people all suck because like there's some of them. Who I'm like, I, I look at him and I go, okay, well, there's kind of something I could see behind that. Mm, yeah. They're all, it's instead of like them all being like, oh, well, these are all awful people. It's like, okay, well, you have things I agree with and you also have things I agree with. And I don't see the downside to either of these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I don't know. It's like a weird Sophie's choice, but with less teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, at least when Fallout 4 does it, I'm digging it, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it I will say it's um there's a certain part. I'm not I don't I don't know if I even should spoil Fallout 4 even though it came out what <laughs> like 5 years ago, 2014. Oh, oh god, yeah, it came out a long ass time ago, but um the, the thing I'll say is this, 
is the way that I beat the game. I was working for the enemy for several hours before I finally, before I was finally able to like turn the tables on them. It was like an infiltration thing. And it really sucked when I had to turn that knife at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It did. Yeah. It did not feel great. That's great. That's uh, (laughs) a, That is a, definitely a way to go about that that I had not considered when I was playing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in in other storylines and if you side with other factions, there's ways to like just directly be a be an enemy of them and just like shoot them all down and be very upfront about it. But the way I was playing it, the, literally the mission that I was completing was like, all right, set up this set up this like backstabbing rebellion thing. And then just keep following their orders until we call you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to hurt. <laughs> I'm going to get close to them and then slice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, other than that, I, like I said, I'm still enjoying it. I do want to come back, probably not immediately because I've had my fill of Fallout 4 for now. Played yeah. like what? Put like 40 hours into it just to get to the end of the game. So. Uh, maybe in a couple months I'll come back and finally see more of the Far Harbor stuff. And I never even touched the Nuka World stuff back on Ooh. PS4. So right. yeah, that, that'll be another really good one to check out. So yeah, I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be a good time. Or you could play Fallout 76. You know what? <laughs> you make a joke about it. I I keep reinstalling that game just to be like, oh man, you know, because like they'll they'll put out a tweet and they're like, oh, we have double XP this weekend. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see what's cracking with that game because I have good times with that game. Uh, Christian Miller, or I guess CL Miller on Twitter, uh, I played that with him a couple times last year. And I remember having fun with it. But every time I come back, I'm just like, all right, this is at a lower frame rate. And <laughs> and I'm I'm not digging this on PS4 because that's where all my hours are logged. So I don't want to yeah. get on. I could pull it up on PC Game Pass, I guess. But like, no. <laughs> I, I, I do look at that on pc uh pc game pass i'm like oh, i could i could totally play this and, I, yeah. and then i immediately taught myself out of like no no i shouldn't yeah I, the really the thing that i'm fucked up in that game is that in fallout in every single player fallout game or at least three new vegas and four there's a certain point where you've looted enough medical supplies you've looted enough ammo to where you're never really super in a bind and after I've, I think I've put maybe 20 hours into 76, maybe even a little bit more than that. I still don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> like after all this time, I still haven't looted enough stuff to feel safe. And I only have ammo for one gun. And now that they have, they put in an update to where the entire map scales with your level. So you can no longer be like, all right, I'm in the easy area. And then let me build myself up to go fight the harder enemies. No, everything's just at your level. So. <laughs> It's like, man, the one gun I have just doesn't do enough damage for me to stay competitive. So it's like, uh, it's a little frustrating, but I, in theory, I could go back to it and really give it a good college try, but literally the servers disconnect within the first hour every time I try and boot that up. So I'm just like, eh, I'll just play four. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, that's just how it is. But hey. but hopefully the next game that you've been playing is a little bit better than <laughs> Fallout 76. Well, the, I actually beat this game today, uh, and that's Astro's Playroom. Oh fuck yeah, let's go! <laughs> that game, I love Astro's Playroom. Like hell yeah! Uh, I I didn't I I had been playing for like two days, and I didn't notice all the little like the little Easter eggs, 
like you can oh. see like da- like little Dante bot and like oh it's so good I love this <laughs> game hell yeah man I am so glad it sounds like it wasn't the first thing that you played did you play it all in one sitting or you just beat it today so I I was playing it in between Miles Morales and Miles Morales I haven't beaten yet I beat Astros today in like one giant session mm, that's um, how you do it and that game oh, man. All the way to the the end, the the final boss is amazing. Yes, I really love that. I'm yeah, not going to spoil it on this because <laughs> it's I wasn't expecting it. it but, for people who have no idea what we're talking about, in the same way that what Polygon Man was the last boss of all PlayStation All Stars. Yes, this is hitting that similar vibe, and it's yeah. really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a, it's awesome. It's a fun platformer. Um. I got the, the collectibles are a lot of fun. I'm going to go back and get them all. I think hell yeah. I, uh, I say if you, if you want, this is a fantastic game to platinum. Um, I think I platinum a bit cause I streamed my entire playthrough of this game. It's actually up on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, the stream itself was like, I think three and a half hours just to beat the game. And then I think I stayed up for an extra hour just to get the last few trophies. Cause it was super not only was it super simple tasks that you had to complete, but because, you know, PlayStation, literally the thing everyone says, PlayStation 5, hard drive, super fast load times, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was able to just zip to every single point in that game where oh, trophy yeah. was acquired and just get it in like two minutes. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any platinum trophies on this account, and I think I might go for it with this because I just really enjoy this game so much. Wow. Is that uh, you do that on purpose? <laughs> uh not not necessarily i used to try to do them uh i had a couple on my old psn like i had when i had when i first got my ps3 and i changed it when i ps4 Uh, Uh, and when i when i guess when the ps4 came out i just kind of didn't want to do it anymore (laughs) you know what that's fair life will life has a way of changing (laughs) exactly and then astro's playroom comes out and you're just like yes all right i understand now yeah astro's playroom might Ultimately, once the PS5 is said and done, it might be the most platinum game on the console. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because everyone has it, and literally, I platinum it in less than five hours. So there, there is something to be said about the, the collectibles in that game because they're just—it's so much fun to just to see what you get. Like, mm-hmm. I got like a PlayStation Move controller today, and like a PS Vita cart. Like, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible, especially when you get like the super obscure things that oh, like yeah. have little interactive flaps where you press a button and it opens. Yeah, like I didn't like things I didn't know existed. Like apparently Sony had like a Game Boy equivalent. Yep, crazy pocket station. Yeah, (laughs) it's so crazy. I love it so much. Yeah, man, it's it's a really good time playing that game. Uh, Hopefully, I I don't know what that developer is doing next, but God, I hope they're doing something big because they they deserve all the just give them all the funding in the world, man. Their next game is going to be great no matter what it is. Exactly. Unless, yeah. <laughs> Unless they do like some weird like turn-based strategy game, I don't know. I, I honestly hope it's just more Astrobot stuff because these are I really enjoy these little like stupid little robots. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. This this the entire aesthetic of this world is cute, even outside of the PlayStation references. Which, to be fair, is the reason I love this game. But if you take all that stuff out and just make it focus on Astro, that game is still. I mean, basically. That still has all the charm and all the stuff that I loved about uh, the VR game, Rescue Mission. So, yeah, if they just do that on a flat screen, I'd be down. Oh, yeah, definitely. Me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, 
I, I don't, I, I, I think speaking of the, uh, the shorter loading times, I think that's made gaming like 10 times more enjoyable to me. It's not having to sit through loading screens. I am right there with you, dude. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Yeah, I've I've had that because every time I sit down to game, it's like, all right, this has to be a whole slice of time that I have to slice out just because I'm going to be sitting here for load screens for half of it. So to now it feels like you can actually get a quick session of something in because you're not waiting for half that time anymore. Yes. And it it it's more rewarding, too, because it's like I don't feel like I'm spending half my time looking at a loading screen. Mm hmm. Hell yeah, man. Thank God for PS5. And yes, thank God. Yeah. And then maybe if we get if we get those extra stimulus checks, then maybe thank God for Xbox Series X. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Come on, I, Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, I really come on the Senate. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> he didn't drop True. the shit in their lap. Now they just gotta respond. Um True. but in any case, uh I, I will say though, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on a lot of games for Xbox Series X because I'm just like, man, I want to play the rest of the Halo games, but I want to wait till I can get that yeah. upgraded version. Uh, and yeah, I want to see what else I have first because I, I love I love that Perfect Dark's coming back. I'm excited for new Halo, but that's about it mm. for me. You know, what? that's fair enough. Yeah, there, there's Xbox does have a lot more work to do as far as like new exciting games for yeah. people, for people to pick up. But you know, I. I think I'm still sub to Game Pass until like 2022. So yeah, so yeah. like I, I'm in the ecosystem at this point. <laughs> You're big you bought me. in. Yes. Yeah. And plus, you know, because of Game Pass, there's a bunch of games where it's like, all right, I played halfway through it. And now they said that they're going to do a next gen patch. So stuff like Metro Exodus, I'm just waiting so I can play it. Oh, yeah. Frames on next oh, gen. man. I can't wait to play that in 4K. Oh, yeah, dude. It's. It's already a insanely gorgeous game now, but if I ooh, if I can get that frame right, oh ooh. my god, it's over. <laughs> it's over for everybody. But yeah, Absolutely. that's what I'm feeling. So yeah, good stuff overall. So yeah, outside of well, now that we've talked about Astro's Playroom, um, let's change the gears to something just completely another very short game that is not sparking any of the joy of Astro's oh, Playroom. Oh no, <laughs> literally the opposite, uh, and that's Adam's Venture Origins. Um, now this is a weird one. Uh, this I'm not. This ain't my proudest game. I'll tell you this right now. Were you about to say something? I don't know if I'm talking. No, about I was about to say I have never heard of this game. Oh well, there's a good reason for it. Um, this is one of those games where it's like an easy trophy, easy achievement game. And the only reason I played it, I picked it up on Xbox back in the day when it was on sale. I think I bought it for like three bucks. Um, mm -hmm. And the only the only reason I picked it up is because everyone said it was going to be very easy achievements under three hours beat the whole game get every achievement i was like all right bet and i figured everything all the achievements they said oh, okay it's unmissable so just play through the game and i was like all right cool this game <laughs> it's so it's just annoying it's just it's basically let's make uncharted but without any of the gun combat oh no so, so it's it's all puzzles and all exploration and it's weird because I've I've been I've been caught saying that I would fuck with a game like that. Um, not that I don't like the combat in Uncharted, but it's more so that I really miss those original Tomb Raider games, like before yeah. they did the reboot. Um, where in stuff like Tomb Raider Underworld, I played that on PlayStation Plus way back in the day, and half of that game is no combat, 
just trying to platform your way up to a really big shiny thing. Yeah. And then after after just an hour of just climbing and just puzzle solving, you finally get what you're getting. And it was satisfying. I like that. Um, I, I, I feel so bad for Adam's venture. It, it's very clearly like, okay, they didn't quite have the budget to do everything they wanted. But holy shit, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm looking at screenshots of this on Google and uh, uh. Yeah, it, it's, it looks there's parts of this game that look gorgeous, but also like something about the human models makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they didn't quite now they can make the artistic design of it, like just the graphical fidelity looks pretty good. Like you could definitely mistake it for like early Uncharted or something like mm -hmm. some of it, it looks really good. But once you like the animations are just not there, like there's, oh, there's no. very, very basic animations and. The story, oh, God, the story is just so, I mean, they're going for, like, uh, let's do the typical Indiana Jones, sly, back-talking uh, adventure guy. But, God, Adam is such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has a female companion the whole game, and every time he speaks to her, he just comes off as such a self-righteous asshole that I just oh, want to reach to the screen and punch him in the throat. Like, it's just so painful. Like, there, there was this one thing where the, him and his uh, female companion, they're, like, making a getaway. And he's like, all right, you know I have to drive. We can't have the woman driving. Oh, God. Oh, no. Literally, she questions it. And she's like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> and he just, like, laughs it off. I was like, oh, my God, this is so bad. It gets so bad to the point where in the story, the female, like, they're in a tomb or something. And he says some, like, sly back talky shit. She like leaves him in the tomb for like half an hour. Oh and, God! And like your your mission is just to find her because he's just like I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that. She's just like ditched his ass because she's just tired of hearing this man. And um, yeah, it's just it's just it's the game's janky, and I could excuse jank if there was like some type of charm, but the game is just so it's so grounded in a way that just makes everything feel a little bit bland and boring. Um. And then the puzzles, there's a lot of puzzles in this game. And I'm cool with puzzles, but God, some of them are so obtuse. Like, like I'm like, how the fuck would I even know how to solve this thing? Huh. It, it's just like, it's a lot of trial and error. And I, I assume the puzzles were going to be easy just based off of the, you know, reputation of this game for easy achievements. But no, the puzzles were all very obtuse and the stealth sections were kind of frustrating. This game should have taken three hours. It took me almost eight. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And I was I was not having that day was pretty much ruined by this game because I expected because I had that whole day off. So I was like, all right, I'm going to play through Adam's Ventures or Adam's Venture Origins a little bit. And then I'm going to get the platinum in three hours and I'm going to do other stuff with my day. And that ended up taking pretty much the whole day. And that, I was it's very sad. The things you do for trophies, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's less that because if it was a trophy thing. There's really no point in that. Like, I don't have to get this platinum. I don't need it that bad. But on Microsoft's rewards points. <laughs> oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. They, they had a thing going on where for the next, I think it ends actually tomorrow as we're recording this. But um, if you got us for every single achievement point you earned, you would get rewards points for that. Um, and so you could stack that up to th to 10,000 gamer score. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to find a couple of games that have very cheap or easy, uh, achievements and I'm going to farm some of them so I can get some more Amazon gift cards later. <laughs> and this is the one that I chose and 
God damn it, I'm mad about it. Um, and it sucks even more because I looked I looked it up later and on Game Pass, there's like two or three games where you can just type in console commands and use mods to get all the achievements in literally three minutes. So I'm like, <laughs> I really didn't have to sit here with Adam's venture. Like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know. Hey man, the, the bad You're experience stronger hit, for it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it puts some hair on your chest, as my old folks would say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I played it, so you don't have to. So I, there's some. I will say it's not completely a lost cause if they just change the characters a little bit and maybe increase the polish and just make the game less frustrating and less buggy overall. Then there's something there. But like, holy hell, I never want to. Think of, it's weird because this is like the first in like a series of five games, and I'm not even trying to look up the other five. So There's five of these things. It, I think I think it's this one, and then they got to a number four. Because I remember, insane. yeah, they made a lot of these, and it might be a case of where it gets better over time. Um, I, I've said that with some other games. Yeah, Episodic Adventure Games by a Dutch developer. Holy hell, how many of them are there? Uh yeah, episode one, episode two, episode three, and origins and chronicles. Yeah, five games. I that don't know. Insane to me they use four of these things. Or five rather. <laughs> Actually, holy shit, this is the opposite direction. Origins is the most recent one. The first episode of the first game came out in 2009. Are people <sighs> actually playing? I think I think the original games were an actual adventure game, like point and click, maybe. Oh wait, oh no! Well, is this like a thing in like in Deutschland? <laughs> in Deutschland, uh, maybe. I'm looking at it now. the The first episode in 2009 got like a 52 on Metacritic, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with this series. Uh but yeah, I I don't want to I don't want to shit on these devs too much because, like I said, there's some ideas there. But like, uh, come back later, D- maybe do something else with with your creative decisions and money. Um, but in any case, uh, did you have any other games that you've been playing the last couple weeks? Or uh, I, I I do have one, and I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna feel bad about it. I, oh I, boy, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> And you know what? Let your free frag fry. It's all good. You know, I, 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 th- I think I really like Fortnite. To be honest, uh, <laughs> damn. You know what? I, I can't be too mad at it because I understand that game. Well, let me ask you: what, what is it that got you back into Fortnite? Is it the Kratos? Is it the Kratos skins, and then you just never left, or is um, it something different? No, I, it was actually the Marvel event that they did. Um, oh, because it was just like such a big deal that they were doing it and i was like oh this is so cool i want to in on this and i started playing it and i realized like this is just a really fun game to like listen to podcasts to or like music and just zone out for a couple hours hmm. it like it's 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 like the my favorite zen game um and the crossover stuff is actually a lot of fun for the most part like there's there's no real disgusting thing about it except maybe like there's skin bundles that are like 30 bucks and i'm like i'm not paying that for the joker um Dude, i paid 20 bucks for kratos and i do regret it <laughs> you, know, you know what you got the kratos skin though yeah i mean i, I will be happy one day about it <laughs> it is also hilarious to see like people wearing like aquaman skins and having like rifles and shit it's really funny 
Yeah, man, you got to shoot the fish. The dolphins can't hit the ground, so you got to have the laying rifles. Yeah, he's got the strap. He's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh boy, Aquaman's yeah. got straps. That game, that game's good. Uh, it's not. I'm not gonna like say it's my favorite game or anything, but like I, I really enjoy playing that when I have nothing to do. <laughs> you know what I and you know what I can't be mad because I have played. I played a, a decent amount of Fortnite in 2020. Uh, I booted it up on Switch just because, yeah. and then eventually I was like, but I, once I bought like an extra Xbox controller for my phone to try out xCloud, I just started playing a bunch of mobile games that supported it. Yeah. And yeah, Fortnite was one of those. And I was like, hey, this is actually a fairly good setup. Like I, maybe I'll play Fortnite forever. And then eventually I, I downloaded Call of Duty Mobile and that became my mobile battle royale of choice. I've heard um, that's not so bad. It isn't, dude. It's actually pretty good. Um, and I I feel guilty because something must be wrong with the game where I'm playing with the controller, so of course it's easier for me to aim and everything. Every time I get into a multiplayer match or battle royale or anything, I'm at the top of the leaderboard. And I feel horrible. <laughs> well, like, I feel great that I hit the top of the lever award, but I'm also like, are these are all these people playing on a touchpad? Because they're supposed to be blocking you. If you're playing with a controller, you're supposed to be in a lobby with other controller players. Are there just no controller players? And then, oh, I'm, just, and then I'm just getting hit with people that have to rotate by tapping the screen. <laughs> you're just beasting on people who have to, like, who have, like, those... Uh, those gloves you use with smartphones. <laughs> oh my god, that, that's what they got, and you got a whole ass Xbox Elite controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. It's it's literally it's sincerely ridiculous. Like I haven't lost a battle royale game in that game ever. <laughs> you know like, what? Fair. It's crazy. Yeah, like people shoot at me, I'll just turn on them instantly, and I'm like, well, sorry, should have got a controller. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I do enjoy that, but. Um, uh, the thing about Fortnite is, like I said, I played a decent bit of it. I enjoy it quite a bit. I, I was really impressed by not just the costumes and all of that crossover stuff, but the fact you can get in a car and like actual music from the yeah. real world is playing. Like Travis Scott will play or like Drake. And, like, yeah. It's funny because like you'll see like they have they have uh, emotes that play music and you'll hear like uh, the two. I can't remember what the name of the song is like the Tootsie Slide or something like that by Drake. Oh, yeah. It's like they have that, and it's crazy. It, it's it's essentially like the ultimate toy, is how I describe mm-hmm. it to people. It really is. It's like just it's like a box full of toys where they're all from different franchises and stuff, but you just put them all into the same play space anyway. It's like that. Yeah, and it's awesome. I it just really, I really enjoy plastic. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ev- I mean, everyone does. It, even the art style kind of just has like a plastic vibe. To yeah, it. it's kind of like this weird like toy thing. It, it. I don't know. I, I played a lot of it, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I said, I I won't be mad because Fortnite is a really cool game that I I appreciated ex- its exist its existence, but ultimately. It's not Apex Legends, and I'm addicted to Apex, so I just can't. I just can't. Fair. I've wanted to go back, and every time I, I almost there, I'm like, yeah, but I had to play an EA game, <laughs> and, and I know that's not fair, but it's like my brain cannot break out of that. You know what? It is fair because EA is indeed EA, but they don't EAify the game yeah. much at all. I've, unless I've heard, I've heard yeah. it's uh, inoffensive. Yes, it's inoffensive. I mean, it is a free-to-play game with microtransactions, so 
that it's going to be that no matter what, but it's not like you're buying, you know, booster packs of any sort or anything like that. It's all cosmetics and it's only predatory if you get to the point where I'm at, where I, I see a skin for like Lifeline and I'm like, oh my God, that's the most beautiful skin I've ever fucking seen. And I pay, <laughs> and I pay $10 for it just without thinking. And then, and then you're Kratos and you have a clock. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Kratos skin is cool, but I just feel guilty because I'm like, I'm not playing. I'm never going to choose Fortnite over Apex. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but what, you know, you have that Kratos skin. That's the thing. Exactly. So w- when someone hits me up and it's like, hey, want to play some Fortnite? I will have that skin to, sh- to rock. But but when I saw that Lifeline skin, even if it's not attached to a franchise, I'm like, I love Lifeline. So I want to yeah. make her pretty. So let's go. But yeah, oh, yeah. that's where I'm at there. Um, so yeah, outside of Fortnite, I'll I'll wrap up these last two pretty quickly because these two are games that I put very little amount of time into. Um, but I wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, so Round Guard is a game I played uh, a couple, maybe like a week or two ago. Uh, I got this one. So it's really weird. I got to be better about this in 2021. Um, we've we've hooked ourselves up to. We've contacted developers and stuff through the site. And every now and then they'll send us codes for games to try out. I have been trying to be better about if I get that code, either give it to someone who I know is going to like that game more than me or try it myself and make content (laughs) (laughs) because it feels bad to, because I do have a slightly kleptomaniac type thing where it like, I, I used to buy a lot of games on sale just to say that I have them and then never play them. Like, and then I claim every games for gold, PlayStation plus I, claim everything epic store all that stuff i i can't do that when a developer sends me a game because that just feels wrong (laughs) yeah yeah like if they're if they're gonna you know take the extra step and open that up to me i should at least make it worth their while um so i did try out uh d leveled back last year Uh, i made a video on that and round guard i tried out Uh, they gave me an xbox code for it and this game is really really cute it's cute but it's like really cool um, have you heard of Round Guard at all? That's the um the pinball thing, right? The- uh yeah. It's it's basically dungeon crawler peggle. Yeah, I, I don't remember where I heard this from, but I remember seeing photos of a small little cute mage thing bouncing around. Mm, yep. It it was um Actually, shit. Now I'm just realizing I recognize this game from two places because what I was about to say, you probably heard about it on uh, PS I Love You. where uh, yeah, I think that is where I heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg was talking about it way back last year, um, probably earlier in the year. And I thought it was cool then, but you know, I didn't think to go out and buy it yet. Uh, and then now that I'm thinking about it really hard, Momocon 2019 um they were actually there showing off this game and i i think i have a pin somewhere where i got a pin off their table for it and i thought that game was really neat what and a crazy roundabout way to get to play it <laughs> exactly like all these years later <laughs> like it's fucking weird uh and so yeah i i finally played it picking it picked it up on xbox and it's really fun uh like i said it's peggle so if you ever played peggle you're dropping the ball it's bouncing around it on the peg <laughs> Um, but there's enemies on every peg instead of the orange pegs, like they have in Peggle, they replace those with enemies that you have to defeat. And every time you touch that enemy, your damage is done to them and then their damage is done to you. So it's kind of like a, kind of like a numbers game a little bit. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. 
Yeah. And then they have like some pegs will have health potions. Some pegs will have mana potions and you can trigger your magic ability in the middle of the air, kind of like the abilities in Peggle. Um, and it's just a really compelling way. And it's a roguelike on top of that. So uh, you're really just trying to get the best run. And since it is it's Peggle, so it is going to be heavily luck based, but you can get new types of loot. There's like there's different armor you can wield. There's different you can swap you can swap out your magic abilities between each level so if you don't like what you're starting with you can always find something else later down the line um and it's just really satisfying i think this would if you have if you have the ability to get this on switch i think it would really hit on switch but even on xbox i think it is a pretty solid fun time i'm enjoying it quite a bit and i might go back to it a little bit more just to poke on the corners a little bit more it is it is a very cute game like it, Mm -hmm. it it looks like a lot of fun uh and like the peggle, the, like the kind of peggle mechanics sound really good. Yeah, <laughs> those peggle mechanics really hit. Like uh, it's it's to the point where it's like, how did no one think of this before now? <laughs> yeah, that is strange. Like that seems like it's such a simple idea that no one came up with before today, <laughs> or mm-hmm. wherever this was made. <laughs> it, re- I think it came out. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those games where it's like this just works so well, and it's such a simple concept to where. Like, I, I feel like people don't put the respect on Peggle that they deserve, or really all of PopCap's games. Yeah, no, Peggle is god-tier. Yeah, Peggle, Peggle's god-tier. A lot of the PopCap stuff is god-tier. So I feel like because no one's looking at their games in a very deep, analytical way, we're not finding these great ideas coming from them. So I'm glad someone really did, did their homework. So yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. And then the last game I just wanted to give a quick shout out to, I played even less of this game. Um, Torchlight 3. Um, this one, I actually didn't pick this up. This is, uh, l- by the graciousness of his heart, Alan Muir picked this up and gifted it to me on Steam. <laughs> nice, all right. So shout out to him. Uh, he'll. I'm probably going to get him back on for the next episode. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. I really appreciate that. And so... As soon as he, he, I think he gave that to me like New Year's Day or something. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm playing this all day. And uh, I ended up only playing like two hours. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I, I've only played the first Torchlight. Um, oh. how, is, how is this? I've heard this is different from the first two. I don't know if that's correct or not. It uh, is. Um, bas- <laughs> well, have you played? Have you touched Torchlight 2 at all? I've seen Torchlight 2. I never touched it. Okay, okay. Um, I guess here's the best way to say it. Torchlight 1 is very directly a Diablo clone, mm. where, t- where Torchlight 2 is more of a... We're, we're still a Diablo clone, but we're trying to fix all of the annoyances with that original game. Oh, okay. So it's... Okay. So like it like in Torchlight 2, one of the big innovations, one of the big things that everyone knows and loves about Torchlight 2 is you'll loot stuff in Torchlight 2, and once your inventory's full, you can just pack it all onto your pet animal that you have with you and send them to the shop to go sell it all for you, and then they'll that just come back automatically. Exactly what those games need. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a perfect system. That way you can just stay on the loot grind forever and not really have to break up your sessions too much. Um, and they still have the same thing in Torchlight 3, uh, and it's very good. The, the weird thing about Torchlight 3 is that it started as like a games-as-service-directed game. Interesting. W- okay. Where 
in Torchlight 2, it was primarily just, you know, you could play the whole thing single player. It had a story from beginning to end, and then you could bring friends along. Where Torchlight 3, originally it was known as Torchlight Frontiers or something like that. Um, you you would just go into these different arenas and complete quests, but it didn't seem like there was an authored story from beginning to end that you could play alone. Um, and it was always online. There was like this base building component. It was like a lot of stuff going on. Um, they they scrapped a lot of that framework. So now Torchlight, it's now they renamed it to Torchlight Three proper, and it's more or less the same uh, Diablo clony type stuff that you remember. Um, the only difference now is it very much so feels catered to a console audience. I want to okay. say. Um, because I'm playing this on controller on PC and it works very well on controller. And I don't even think the second game has support for controllers on PC. So, you know, that's point number one, but point number two is just the entire UI feels so much like, like it's meant to be looked at from a further away screen Mm -hmm. Um, to the point where your inventory slots are, they're all bigger slots individually. So that means there's less of them. So your inventory fills up a lot faster. Um, and so you're using your pet a lot more, but then at a certain point, it's like, man, I don't, I'm getting so much loot, but I have such a small place to put it in. I don't want to stop and analyze my loot every 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's a little bit annoying. Um, but it, I mean, it's still satisfying. The combat's still satisfying. The base building stuff is still in there, but it seems like it's a more background element where, yeah. Originally, it was all about, all right, set up your base, and then people are going to come in your base and try to, like, destroy your shit. And based off of how good you fortified, you'll either lose things or gain things and blah, blah, blah. Um, but now, the base building stuff just seems like, okay, you'll you'll collect random currencies out on the field while you're fighting. You'll come back to your base, and you can be like, all right, let me, let me give bonus loot that I'm not using to this luck tree so that I can send my luck skill up and get better loot. Um, or these bloodstones, let me put these bloodstones in there and then I get like 1% more damage. And then you can just steadily increase your character with permanent upgrades like that. Um, and it, it seems fine. Uh, I don't know. Torchlight 3 is a fun game, but I'm also like, all right, out of all the games I'm getting into right now, am I really about to just like dive in headfirst to Torchlight 3 for the <laughs> next month? Especially um, with like a Diablo clone. Like that, that's something that I always feel like if I'm going to get into that, I have to have undivided attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's well for me, Torchlight, especially Torchlight 2, it was a super passive game where I don't remember any of the story in Torchlight 2. It was all just I'm clicking and listening to a podcast, and that's my entire experience. But Torchlight 3, it it, it could hit that similar scratch, but I just don't want to roll down that same hill. Cause Torchlight 2 damn near I fucked up college classes because of Torchlight 2, and I'm not trying to do that for 3. Like, no, no, no. That's, I don't think 3 is worth it from what you say, from what it sounds like. Exactly. Like, I, I don't want to shit on Torchlight 3 at all, but it's also like, oh, it's just more Torchlight, just slightly different. So, yeah, I, I'll investigate more on that. Um, and I will say by the next episode, I'll have more to talk about on Persona 5, which I haven't talked about that game since like September when I started it. So, uh, I, I actually got into that last night and I played like an hour before I went to bed and that game's pretty good, but I'll save that for later when I have more to say. Um, <laughs> but speaking of anticipation, while you're looking forward to the next episode, all of us are looking forward to the next new shiny 
exciting titles coming out from all of the platform people. Uh, the platform people. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> Shout out to the platform people. That's my new rap group. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of games coming out in 2021, and we're excited about them, of course. So we're going to list our top three that we're looking forward to for the next year. Um, I feel like some of these are obvious, but, Hunter, you already see what, I'm, what I typed yeah. on there. At least one of them is probably out of pocket, I bet. <laughs> well, no, actually, I think all these are actually good choices. Oh, okay. Because right. one of them I was shocked is coming out this year. <laughs> Honestly, me too. Me too. Yeah, I didn't you know what's coming out ever. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We'll start with that one. Um, yes. I'll I'll just say fuck the order that I have here and start with that one since that's news from today. Um, today we recently got the announcement, and I'm trying to scroll down to Neville's tweet where he retweeted it um, to see what the release date is. But this game, I want to say it got announced like 2017 or something. It has been so long out of the spotlight. To the yeah. point where I, I I thought this game was just dead, but they kept insisting it wasn't dead, it wasn't dead, and it's coming soon. And they kept saying it's coming soon. Turns out it's coming May 25th. Biomutant from THQ Nordic. Uh, that game, God, that game looked so cool when it came when oh, it yeah. was first revealed. Um, the thing I'm I don't know if I'm concerned about it, but the thing I'm weirded out about is we're now in the PS5 era. Are they going to yeah. do? I don't think they're going to have a PS5 version because in their announcement, they said it's only, you know, the last gen consoles. Xbox One and PS4. I don't think it's coming to PC. Oh, no, it's coming to PC. Oh, it is? Oh, then I'll play it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what it's when it's coming out on that. But uh, if they're not going to do a next gen version of it, I hope they're at least going to do the Days Gone Ghost of Tsushima type approach where it'll you know, run unlock so that it can hit a 60 frames, uh, yeah. hit 60 frames more consistently or just something to take advantage of that new hardware. I mean, I, I thought for, for honestly, I thought it was taking so long because it was next gen. Uh, mm. Okay. I remember my hometown GameStop has had a poster for this game since like 2017. <laughs> oh my God. And it, it, it is so sad every time I, I've been in there and it's just there. And I'm like, oh, it's never happening. <laughs> But now it is. Yeah, I'm super excited for it, man. It's it's about damn time. It's here's how long this thing's been on just hiatus and we don't know when it's coming. I actually shit. No, I bought this recently. Okay, never mind. Um, So they they had the the collector's editions for Biomutant go up back Mm -hmm. in, I think, 2020 um, or something like that. There was a sale that happened where you could get the collector's edition of Biomutant for s- the regular $60 price instead of the 120 And so really? I have, yeah, it was like, I don't know if it was a sale, if it was a price error or something, but it's still locked in. <laughs> it, it's definitely like interesting watching this game like be made because it was just nothing, silence. And mm-hmm. then... A year after it was initially supposed to come out, they're like, "Oh, by the way, I'll be a random Tuesday." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, here's here's the release date. Like, no trailer or anything either. That's the wildest thing. This was re- this was announced with one image on a tweet. <laughs> yeah, and the image was cool. I think this game, honestly, everything they show is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to play this. Yeah, I like the fact that it's taken so long. 
because because the game looked so I wouldn't say polish is not the word I want to use because it did look rough around the edges in early demos, but it looked rough in a way where it's like, okay, this is like a little bit endearing. Yeah, it, it was like it reminded me of um that game Legend of K. I don't know if you ever played that. Oh, wait, the cat game? Yes. Yes. Well, every time I, I thought yeah. it's all I could think about is that. I totally forgot about that game. Yeah, that is weird because I never played Legend of K when it came out on PS2. But once it hit PS4, I was interested in seeing gameplay and stuff. And I played halfway through that game before stopping. It's really cool. It's a good game. And I, I'm down for the return of games like that. Yeah. And I'm hoping maybe this is it. Yeah, I just... we. All these games coming out so far right now are just like, ah, oh, here's another serious action drama, or here's another, you know, over the top humanoid character, Borderlandsy, Over Overwatch. What's the other game? Sunset Overdrivey. Yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. I miss things that are just weird and wacky, but like not trying to be silly and over the top. You know, yeah, it, it's it, it, it. There's there's not a lot of like. I there was a period of time of games where I was kind of like disillusioned because everything was just gray. Like there's no mm-hmm. there's no cover color in games. And then yeah. I, I think Sunset Overdrive was the thing that kind of popped that lid off where it felt like, oh, finally, they're they're making things look like they have actual color like the real world does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sunset Overdrive is one of the goats for that reason. Yeah, but I'm just excited for this game because I've heard people, the devs, compare it to Devil May Cry. And I'm like, I, I as a huge Devil May Cry fan, I'm like, yes, please, more. Dude, It it's like the combat of Devil May Cry. And they're also saying like, oh, we took a lot of John Woo inspirations. And as someone who Ooh. loves Sleeping Dogs, who said the same thing, like. Okay, this has potential. Yeah. And well, open world with that type of combat and just the weird character creator and all this stuff and the weird animals and all these creatures. It's just like, man, this has this is going to be special no matter what. Is it going to be good? I don't know. I think I think there's a better chance of it being good than not. But, you know, unproven team and whatnot. But no matter if this is good or not, it's going to be special. And that's what I'm most excited. Exactly. It's going to be the most. Yeah. Like the worst this game could be is still going to be more interesting than a lot of games out there on the market. So I'm excited for it. Me too, man. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and so with that one, uh, what's one of the games that you have that you're excited for in 2021? Okay, so my absolutely like, I cannot wait for this game is Returnal. I am Ooh. so excited for that game. It's not even funny. Hot damn. I did not expect Returnal to be mentioned here. Returnal uh, is made by the, um, uh fuck what is the name of that game i love the house marquee they made um the i always forget the name of the game but i love it (laughs) Uh, yeah super stardust um i know they did what dead nation alienation uh fuck what's the other one it was that playstation plus game that i played so much of fuck thank you it has such a generic name that i always forget um (laughs) so man I am so into this game. It look has cool visuals. It's just it has near instant respawns apparently, which is mm. amazing. I've yeah, never no. seen that in a roguelike, and I'm excited for it. I, ooh, I was gonna say it doesn't risk of rain, but no, you have to like reset your character and everything in risk of rain, so cancel that. <laughs> yeah, it it I, it man, it's a game that everything about it I really really am fascinated by. Hmm. 
yeah, I, I'll say for myself, Returnal is a game that I'm interested in. I, I'm not like foaming at the mouth for it like you seem to be, but um, I, I like Housemark a lot and I'm very excited to see what they can do because I like Dead Nation a lot and I like Super Stardust, but their more recent games have been like just okay in my head Yeah. Um, or okay to me. Uh, seeing them tackle a third-person action game, and this looks like the exact type of third-person action game that I would fuck with, where it's heavy mobility, running around the place, shooting from mm-hmm. the hip, um, very fast-paced type stuff. So, on paper, this should work with me. And plus, the plus the main character is like you don't get a lot of like middle age, or she doesn't look middle age. Middle age she- is like forties, but she, you know, she's not like her little young twenties spry looking. No. She looks like a scientist. <laughs> She like I th- I think like she's the farthest away from like a Tomb Raider type, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, apparently the game has bullet hell elements, which is awesome. I really like I really like uh, shoot 'em ups. So this is like right up my alley. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a it's I think it's going to be slept on by a lot of people. Yeah, I well, I don't know if it'll be slept on. I it, it's gonna go either two ways. Either what you're saying will will happen, will happen, where it'll be it'll come out, and you know people won't really pay it the time of day, but it'll be really great. Or it'll come out and everyone will instantly be like, "Oh fuck, Returnal's great." Yeah, I <laughs> I just love this awesome rogue like uh, renaissance we're in, where mm-hmm. they're making them and they they're all amazing seemingly i've not i've not played a bad roguelike in the past two years <laughs> shit that's kind of crazy have you let me ask this real quick but i don't want this to be another tangent but have you tried risk of ring too much at all no but i've i really want to oh my god dude <laughs> i you want to talk about roguelikes that is risk of rain 2 is one of those games where i went from okay i like the first risk of rain this is fine to oh fuck this is like risk of rain 2 is one of my top 10 favorite games of all time it's a game that i've i'm very much interested in i just don't really have the time for mm. because I've, I've i'm i'm playing so many things at once and i i work eight hours a day sometimes 12 hours a day yeah <laughs> fair enough i've been there um shit so i am there. eventually yeah <laughs> i'll get there eventually though i mean it's I, I okay. love the way that game looks and I love the concept. I'll say it's definitely you, you said that Fortnite is a good like just zen out when you have nothing to do game. Mm. Risk Risk of Rain 2 is often hitting that same spot for me where the the music in that game is really great, but sometimes I'm just like, let me just turn on this podcast and just get a really good run in. And I, I sit there for two hours straight on one run, just killing it. And then once I'm ready to once I'm ready to leave, I go beat the boss or I just let myself die. And it doesn't matter because it's just I run back into it the next time and I feel yeah. good about it. So, yeah, I will say if you if Returnal ends up hitting that roguelike itch, Risk of Rain 2 might want to be your uh, your next one. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. Yes, indeed. And speaking of things that uh, are going to hit a really good itch, uh, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart is uh, another game on my list here. Uh I really love, everyone knows I love Ratchet and Clank um, to the point where everyone loves the, uh, what is that game? Everyone loves the reboot on PS4, but I'm more of a uh, Ratchet and Clank crack in time person. Yes. And you have no idea how gratifying it is when I saw like 
the the dimensionator that was referenced at the end of uh i think into the nexus how that's playing into the game because i thought with the reboot they were just going to reboot the entire ratchet and clank franchise and the story was like done blah 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 they are going back to the ps3 and continuing that storyline <laughs> that's good i uh, i i actually this, this is bad i have not played a ratchet and clank game since up your arsenal and wow. And I, I, I like Russian Clank too. I just never like, I've never really gone back to it because so I was always like, well, I'll get I, th- these new games are coming out. I'm not sure if I like them. I'm just going to keep playing the games I like. But when I saw the trailer for Russian Time, I was like, I really want to play a Russian Clank game again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, those games. I actually let me look this up right now before I say anything. I feel like those games should be on PlayStation now, um, but I don't know if they actually are. Like, at least the ones that came out on PS3, because the PS3 is really, in my head, the renaissance of, like... Because everyone loved Ratchet & Clank on PS2, and they made, like, what, four of them on there? But, well, not counting the PSP ports. But on PS3, they made, like, six of these games. Yeah, there were so many. There were so many. I remember at the time, be like, well, if I want to get back into them, which one do I play? And it, yeah, this is the first one in a while that I've seen where I'm like, I should probably just get right back into this. Yeah. And I'm sure they know that a lot of people didn't play, you know, crack in time into the Nexus, all that stuff. So I'm sure they're going to make it to where it's really easy to hop in and just understand what's going on and not have to really dig deep. Yeah. But God, for all of us who've been sitting there since the beginning, we're about to eat. <laughs> oh, fuck. A lot of them are on PlayStation now. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll sign back up on PlayStation now then. Actually, yeah. All of them are on PlayStation now except for the launch title one. Uh, I forget what it's called. I Rat- I, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. But Kraken Time is like the best Ratchet & Clank game. That's on PlayStation now. Uh, full Front... Nah, don't don't mess with All for One. Don't mess with Full Frontal Assault. <laughs> Those are both like... All for One was like the the lego game version of ratchet oh Clank. yeah i remember i remember seeing commercials for all for one i was like you know what maybe it's time to move on my life. yeah like geez they i understand what they were trying to do with that one but like nah they never they didn't need to change it for those games to appeal to kids so yeah jesus and then uh full frontal assault is like the tower the tower defense one where it's like yeah. multiplayer that one's it's it's not bad it's just not what i want from a ratchet and clank game but into yeah. the nexus into the nexus is great quest for booty pretty great uh cracking time instant classic so everyone check those out if you have playstation now um but yeah that that game's gonna be good a, a rift apart is gonna be really good I, i'm i'm sure it will be and it also makes me really want a, a sly cooper game and i know it'll never happen <laughs> oh man if 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 Sucker Punch hopped off of Infamous to get on Ghost of Tsushima, they're never coming back to Sucker I know. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. And at this point, they are they did try with Sanzaru with the uh, PS3 game, but they did. Sanzaru's off to the VR ventures now, so RIP. RIP indeed. Well, apparently their games are really good on VR, but I don't have an Oculus, so <laughs> that that's where that one lies, I suppose. Um but yeah, uh, Rift Apart looks really cool. I really want to know what that twin ratchet looking character yeah. is. Because she what? wasn't in any of the other ones, was she? She, I, we, None of us have ever seen her. Okay. Like, unless she's, I, I haven't played all of Ratchet 2. 
and I haven't played all of Ratchet 3. So if she's like in the late game for that, that's a surprise. But no, from all the fans that I've seen of that game, none of us know who she is. So that's a new character, and I can't wait to learn more about her and just what's going on in that world. Hmm. So yeah, it's going to be another satisfying Platinum as well, I'm sure. Because <laughs> all those games are really good Platinums. Um, and so yeah, that's pretty much it for Ratchet. Uh, what's another one you have on your list, top games so- you look forward to? Uh, I'm also looking really looking forward to the medium. Oh, okay. Shit. That's like what tomorrow? That is the 28th. So yeah, tomorrow. Um, I actually should probably pre-download that on my PC. Uh, yes, indeed. I, I am just, I love, I love, I'm a big silent Hill fan. Like people know that about me. It, I, I, Oh, I ne- might never get another silent Hill game. I'll get the medium. <laughs> Because <laughs> it looks like it's pulling a lot from Silent Hill. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of this one as well. It's, so this is more just strictly because of the Silent Hill vibes rather than like the weird, uh, like otherworldly well, mechanics. No, I think all the mechanics sound really good. Um, I, it's definitely a big driving force of why I like it. Uh, I also just really like psychological horror games. Hmm. Um, it's just a game that everything about it is made for me hmm that's really dope i i'm glad that someone that that's like a smaller game too so i'm glad that like you know you're showing some love for it alongside these titans like ratchet and clank and some other ones you're talking about <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Uh, it's just really interesting looking i don't think there's a lot of games that look like this game does um besides silent hill but again that'll never come back probably yeah. the thing uh, i'm the thing I'm, I don't know if I'm concerned about it, but from looking at the early gameplay that they showed, I don't know how much actual gameplay there will be. Cause I remember their demos just showed a lot of walking and just a lot of like, from oh, we what I, the world. From what I've read about it, it sounds like it's a lot of puzzle. Um, oh, it's Adam, Adam's Ventures too. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know if there's any combat, but it, if it, if it manages to just be like a really, tight horror experience that i i don't hate i'll probably walk away really liking it huh okay i can respect that and if now i always say that i don't like horror games that much but i like fear 2 a lot and i like a lot of the resident evil games so i'm probably full of shit on that point so if the medium ends up being like you know highly praised well lauded and all that stuff i might give it a shot too since we all have access to it through game pass yeah I mean, if I hate it, I don't have to pay for it. That's the good thing. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying, man. This ecosystem on Xbox, they got it going on, my guy. Yeah, they know they know what we want. <laughs> exactly. Not to pay for shit. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Or if we do pay it, we pay for what? I, I think I bought, like, the only reason I have Game Pass all the way up till 2022 is because it was cheap one day, and so I bought, like, a year of it. And I, I do that once a year, and I just stay loaded up, so... It's like, uh, I'm just going to never run out of this shit. It, I, I do use Game Pass a lot because it's just like it's at like every third, part, third party game. I'm like, well, I'll just wait for Game Pass because it's going to come to it more than likely. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, it, I, I don't feel like that too much. I have been burned a bunch where actually this is a kind of of uh, I guess uh, on the fly New Year's resolution that I kind of set for myself that I put on Twitter the other day 
where the last month or so, I I have a bad habit of buying a game on sale and never playing it. I think I mentioned that earlier in the show. Yeah. Um, so I decided, okay, well, I haven't done that in about a month. Let's see if I can go the whole year without doing that. Um, and what in the past, what I've done that, what will always happen the next month, it's on Game Pass, or better yet, literally what just happened with Man Eater. I bought that for Black Friday for twelve bucks on PS4, and then they're giving away on PS5 for PlayStation Plus right now. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that, and that's my, how they get you. Yeah, and then my dumbass forgot to return it to Best Buy in time, so I, I just have an extra copy, I guess. Well, you have two <laughs> copies of Man Eater now. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just live with it. So, um. Yeah, the, I'm trying to be better about that. And so things like Game Pass and uh, even though they don't get new titles, but PS Now as well that I'm subscribed to. Yeah, um, they, they the, both of those will help me not spend so much money on random games because I can just get a bundle of random games in the libraries I already have access to. I, I, I've, I've my my relationship with PS Now is kind of strained because I will sign up for it for a month. And then decide, okay, well, no new games are going to come to this. I'm just going to cancel my subscription and come back and see what they have again, like three months from now. And I don't uh, know how often I should be doing that, but I keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what I did, they had a sale for, I think it's 60 bucks for a year. I picked it up for about 45 for a year. And okay. I had never used it before. So I was like, oh, we'll just try it out, see what's up. I really do like it. Um, Especially, I beat Dark Void in its entirety through PS Now. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, like, it. number one, why the fuck am I playing Dark Void? Uh, I I just thought it was cool, so I always wanted to play it, and I finally did. Um, <laughs> How'd that work out for you? It was, it was a decent game. It was like it's a... Fine. It's like a 7 out of 10. Yeah, it's not, it's not the worst. Yeah, it's not the worst. It's very corny and pretty low budget, but it has some cool ideas. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, just playing that through streaming, I was very nervous about, oh, if I play this through streaming, is it going to work? Is it going to like, is the input lag going to be bad? And I played all through Dog Void totally fine. So I'm thinking maybe I'll be good to go in some other games. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm going to try some more stuff out there. I, I, I picked up like, I think the Puppeteer. I just played that on PS Now. That game, I kind of like that game, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, fuck, I just realized this. That should have been on the PlayStation uh, Revive uh, franchises bracket. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. God, because that, you man, that should have been on there more than some of those games, like Parasite Eve. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Just, ooh, you listened to that episode. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's about the medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna go too far into a tangent, but yeah, I'm I'm interested in the medium as well. And we only have about what 24 hours before we know the verdict on that game. So yeah, yeah, should be good. I was af- I was afraid you were gonna say something like Hitman because I didn't put in a stipulation, and that already no, came out. No, so no, no. I I I'm excited to play Hitman, but I'm not gonna put it on this list. All right, good, good, good. Because I was like, man, how do we even handle that if it already came out? But it's all good in the hood. Um, and from there, the last game on my list is another very obvious one, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, one of my favorite games of all time. I love that game, even though I feel like the hate slash disdain for that game has grown over the years See, in a way I don't like. Oh, go ahead. I, I'm going to make you mad by saying this, but I, oh, I, tell I, me. 
I don't hate the game, but I do have issues with it. That makes it me think not like it as much as I other people do. What um, are those issues? I just feel like th- the open worldness of that game is a little much for me. Because like it doesn't need to be open world. It it feels like it it the world is too big. If that makes sense, it's a thing of like ah. I've 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 learned this about myself with open world games is that. If the if the world is like too big, I kind of get burnt out faster. Huh. Okay, that's fair. Um, you know what? I'll I'll give that to you because one one criticism that I have on a lot of open world games is if it's not fun to move around the world, then don't make yeah, it open world. Exactly. And Horizon is definitely I wouldn't say it's unfun to run around and stuff, but like. It's not like Spider-Man where you can swing everywhere and it's not like, you know, open world. It's not like Burnout Paradise where you can drive around. Yeah, exactly. I can't. In Spider-Man, I can like literally clear the map in like a minute. And in Horizon Zero Dawn, it takes me like an hour to get to one end of the map. Yeah. More than likely. And then on top of that, in the early game where it you literally have a resource for fast traveling, so you can't just zip around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand how that would be annoying frustrating you know etc etc but for me i i took that as an excuse to be in that world even more i think horizon's world is just so gorgeous so beautiful and and so like the combination of like techno dinosaurs in a beautiful wilderness is like absolutely my shit (laughs) yeah i i i'm not even gonna disagree that the the world's gorgeous because like it is i love that aesthetic i think it looks beautiful um, I think the 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 setting is so unique that it it made me want to play it more, despite feeling very burnt out by the end of it. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I look at Forbidden West though, like the the trailer that they showed, and like I'm kind of interested in the way the the new setting because it's not where the original took place, right? Yeah, it's it's on the west coast now, so it's like beaches and. Uh, big old skyscrapers in the big cities and things like that. I'm, I, I don't know how they're gonna. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they could reincorporate like desert environments since we'll be close to Nevada, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm wondering yeah. how they're gonna do a lot of that stuff, but it the environments look just as beautiful as ever. Yeah, and I'm interested in seeing how that like how they improve upon. Uh, if they do decide to improve on traversal, because I know in the first game you could like ride on the dinosaurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to add more things you can ride or like more ways to get around the map, because I feel like that is a, uh, a, a, not a complaint, but like more like a criticism that that game faces a lot is how much of it there is. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games where the world, the world is actually, it, it is pretty big, but it only feels so big because all you can do is walk to place to place or yeah. ride the little robo jackal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I there has been speculation that maybe you'll be able to like tame one of those flying creatures and then ride Ooh, that around. That'd be cool. That would make it tender, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, even in my opinion too, as someone who loved the first game, that would make Forbidden West even the more like incredible if I could just fly around. Yeah. Um. And it's like that 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 is really only one of my own complaints with that game and it just dragged it down so much that I don't enjoy it as much as other people do. Cuz mm-hmm. like the story in that game is fantastic. Yeah. 
See, I think that I honestly think Horizon Zero Dawn is like like a a perfect origin story. Yes. <laughs> Where it's not just, oh, who is Alloy? It's also, hey, how did this world get this way? And how they how they sprinkle that out throughout the entire game, I think is masterfully done. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's incredible. And that's a big reason why I'm both scared and excited for Forbidden West, because yeah. you can't tell that story again. No, you, you have to you have to do something dramatically different this time because exactly. it's just going to be uh, if it's it's the comedy sequel problem. If you make the same same movie again, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what I'm really like wondering how they're going to pull off. And this is like this is kind of the same issue that we had with uh, or I wouldn't say issue, but the thing that everyone talked about for The Last of Us, where mm. part one came out. Everyone loved it. No one had a desire for a sequel. Then part two got announced and everyone was like, all right, how are they going to, they can't tell the same story. So like, what the fuck are they even going to do? And for at least most of us, we really liked what they decided to do. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Horizon Forbidden West kind of doesn't, doesn't have a crazy brutal story like The Last of Us, but I hope that they get crazy with it. I hope they, they take a lot of big, bold chances like The Last of Us Part 2 did because that the first game is just so well-tread that they can go anywhere else. And I really hope they take that creative license to heart. Mm-hmm. It, it oh, just, yeah. it's, it's, it'll more than likely be a, a fantastic game. Uh, I, I have faith that that, that team can do no wrong with that series at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that much. game was so big. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be great. And I'm, I'm got my fingers crossed for 60 frames per second on PS five. Cause that's, that will make that game perfect in my eyes. Yep, exactly. That's what we need. Hell fucking. Yeah. So yeah, got my fingers crossed on that. Um, but then we have one more game that you have that you're looking forward to for this year. So lay it on me. What is this last game? Uh, it's definitely Resident Evil Village. I, ah! I, uh, I I am so excited for that game. It's not even funny. Meme aside, memes aside, <laughs> you know I'm gonna bring the memes for this one. Yeah, memes aside, the tall girlfriend GF. Yes, we all love that. But I'm just excited to play another Resident Evil game that won't suck. Because <laughs> I mean, I've been having a while. Oh, you're that? talking about Resident Evil Three? Uh, uh, or are you talking see, about before all of that? I'm talking five and six. Okay. Well, actually, this might, you might hate me for this one. The first Resident Evil game that I ever played all the way through was Resident Evil 5. Okay. As long as it's not six, you're good. I've, I've thought about playing six a bunch, though. It, it, <laughs> that game is awful. I hate that game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I have a huge Capcom fan. I'm excited to play a Resident Evil game again. Uh, what they've shown is really interesting. It's a dramatic departure from what those games were. Really? Um, it, uh, yeah, it's the um. So this new focus on like other monsters other than zombies is really good. Uh, okay, yeah. It's not. It, it it's so unique in a setting where they can do anything, like, and it'll make sense in that world. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's, I, I'm such a huge Resident Evil fan that I'm looking at this game and I'm like I have so many theories about like I think <laughs> it's just gonna be great. I'm so excited for this game. 
Yeah, the the only reason I even popped when you said, "Oh, it's like a new departure." You are right about the whole werewolves and all that stuff. Like that is a very different vibe mm-hmm. for what I know Resident Evil to be. But I just thinking about it on its face, exploring a mansion with, it, with it, a gun, shooting things. Exactly. Well, it's the same sort of concept. It's probably going to end a laboratory. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that it plays with that in a way that makes it kind of like this homage to horror in general mm-hmm. i think it's really good and like the yeah. me, again memes aside the i think the antagonist is really interesting because it's all it's all female you don't get all female monsters very much yeah you don't get all female protagonists too often in games in general yeah. and i think that's really cool of them to do yeah i, I guess i guess every other game developer realized well Gamers antagonize women anyway, so let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's not add to the fuel of the fire. Yeah, but uh, but I like this. I like it in this context because it is definitely a. I don't know. It switches it up. Like it really hit me how big of a change this is. Where someone had some once again one of those tall lady memes. Yeah. But it had Abomination and Mr. X in it from Resident Evil Two and Three Remake, and I'm like, oh wow, this is like. They really do always have like some male male looking yeah. monster. Um, and so to have a very outright feminine thing that you're worried about the whole time, I really like that change of pace. And I think yeah. that has a potential to be, you know, something that sets this apart. Uh, but God, I just, I, she's too hot. It's just, it's just it, a problem. It's too much. It's, there's too much horny. It's not. Yeah. It's so, it's so bad. Like it's to the point where, cause like, I like Resident Evil a lot. I actually like that franchise a lot. And it's one of those franchises where I forget how much I love those games. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 4 is like in my top 25. It's so, one of the best games of all time. Like Exactly. Exactly. And I agree with that right now to this day. But And I've played, what, I've played 5, 4, both of the Revelations games, mm. and most of the light gun games. So, <laughs> Okay. All right. Interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. I mean, they were. it was another... When you're a kid and all you have is PlayStation Plus, you end up playing a lot of random shit. Hey, you know, I'm not even going to knock it because I've played a lot of those games too. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, throwing stones from the glass house, huh? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've played a lot of those games. And the more recent ones, I haven't been super excited about. Not in any way that's like specific to those games. Like RE7 looks great, looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at those games... Especially, I tried to play RE7 in VR, and that the the VR for that game is very uh, rough. Rough is a word you could use. Yes, <laughs> it's basically where like actually the implementation is really solid and the game looks gorgeous and all that stuff. But I think there might be an issue with like the frame rate where it's just it's like slightly too low to where I just get sick if I'm in that for more than like twenty minutes. I there's something about it that is very. Uh, off-putting and, it, yeah. and i think it you're right it is the frame rate but it's like i cannot i've i tried it once and i couldn't do it it was it's like being on a bad roller coaster yeah it's disorienting in a very strange way yeah yeah i and as someone who oh wow oh sorry i just twitter just popped up a gif of someone who slid a pizza into the oven and it slid off the baking sheet and just <laughs> off to the floor. <laughs> oh my god poor poor woman but Clap yeah it. Yeah, that's just like some cartoon shit. Um, but yeah, for 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 this one, it I, I don't know if RE8, because I have been trying to play RE7 on the flat screen, and even when playing it on flat screen, 
I'm getting more vibes of like Outlast or something. Mm. And Outlast is a game that I love to hear people talk about more than I like to play it myself. Yeah. I, it, I, again, I think it comes down to preference because like our, I, I like RE7 because it's this big dumb homage to like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like Evil Dead and all these things that I love. Mm-hmm. And then like RE Village is just like, oh, well, Universal Monster movies. We all love that. And I don't know. It, it makes me enjoy these games a lot more. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. I what I feel like this is all just inevitably going to culminate with like RE10 or 11 is just a get out homage. <laughs> you know what? I don't think any of us will be mad. I hey, I not only would I not be mad, I might buy that on day one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sounds just crazy enough to work. Um, but yeah, RE8 Village does look pretty cool. And honestly, we joke about these memes, but I've been simping hard enough for that lady to where I'm thinking about, man, what if I jumped on that at launch? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's all marketing. They, they know. Yeah, shit. And it's fucking working. So we'll they see. marketed the horny. <laughs> they have. They've converted the horny to capitalism. Um, <laughs> that is how it works. So yeah, very excited for that one. That one's coming out. What? I, is it March, they said? Or is it like June? I believe it is March or May. Eight Village uh, release date. Uh, yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, May seventh, actually. Nice. All right. Wow, we're tag teaming the May dates with uh, BioMutant as well. Exactly. There's gonna be a, May's gonna be a great month. Yeah, May's gonna be fucking awesome. Can't wait for it. Um, but until then, we have a podcast to wrap up because we finally have reached the end of this recording here. Um, this was a good show. I really appreciate you hopping on with here today. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, Thanks this was a, yeah, good back and forth, good selection of games. I don't think if it was just you know the regular assortment of people, I don't think the medium and or RE8 Village would have popped up now, as frequently, I, especially if Graydon was on here. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> Graydon. Graydon's he's a special man. We all he, know he is. I love him, but God but bless he's him. Fired. He's fired. Still. I mean, hey, he he's probably the biggest reason that tell me why won our game of the year for the site. That is, so, he he went to bat. Yeah, he he. I still can't believe we even did that. <laughs> <laughs> that feels so wild. And the last was part two is number four. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, speaking of game of the year stuff, and speaking of Graydon, uh, switching over to the housekeeping segment. Uh, in the housekeeping, his article on his favorite games of 2020, his top five, is finally live on the site. So if you want to see what games he liked, you can check it there. He already has takes that we've established, so you <laughs> he know, certainly does. Don't expect all of your tastes to be catered to, but goddamn, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at his list. His list is pretty solid. Like he has good games on here, but you know. He, he you know, doesn't have the mainstream stuff, you know? He doesn't. No, he, he doesn't conform like the rest of us. Yeah. He also refuses to watch three-hour-long YouTube videos. Like yeah, what's now. wrong with him? I do that. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> I, I will... I, I think I've said this before already, but, like, yeah, I will concede that is kind of weirdo shit. <laughs> I know I'm no. weird for that. No, I do it, too. I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe not everyone has to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Next time Joseph Anderson drops a video, though, I'm fucking there. Um, <laughs> anywho. So, yeah, that's one article you can check in the show notes down there. Um, our official game of the year awards for the entire site. 
Uh, I went ahead and put that up as just a standalone article so you can see all of our selections, all of our picks without having listened to the podcast. Uh, you can check those out there. I'm very happy with those little graphics that I made um, because I was tweeting them out in the week leading up to our final episode where we decided our game of the year. I made little graphics for each and every category and just put them out on Twitter throughout the week. So all those graphics are in that article and I'm, I'm happy with how they came out. I feel pretty good about them. So check those out, damn it, <laughs> and support. So yeah, you can check those out. And of course, our final game of the year with Tell Me Why winning uh, is revealed there and links to all the podcasts where we decided all that stuff too. Um, after that, we have stuff on the YouTube channel. Uh, just a few things here. Uh, I might have mentioned it on the last episode, but it's finally out now. Uh, Astro's Playroom, that gameplay stream where I played through all of that. All of that game in one continuous stream that is on our YouTube channel, so you can check that out. Watch me fanboy over a bunch of PlayStation electronics like a dweeb. Um, and past that, we also have the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy Let's Play that Al's doing. Uh, that's still going strong. That's on part 23 now, so you can check that one out. And Life is Strange Episode 5 Part 8, his Let's Play of that is still going strong on the YouTube channel as well. So give all of that stuff a gander. And now that we've gotten all the stuff for our site out of the way, uh, I want to give the floor to you, Hunter. What do you have to shout out or what do you want to pimp out real quick before we sign out? Uh, check out my podcast, Phantom Zone. Um, we, there's yeah. no real schedule. We kind of just drop up whatever we, we record them, like a bag of potatoes. Um, <laughs> you can check out Movie Dumpster, our sister show. It's fantastic. I'm hoping to be on that soon. Uh Heard some heard some pray tell that they 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 want might want my expert uh, what the fuck's the word expertise on certain things. Um, I might okay. be on that soon. Uh, Liddy committee. Uh, I'm looking. I I have my streamlab set up to start streaming soon. I just need to wait huh. until work. <laughs> uh, calms down. Calms down, and hopefully sometime in the next year, God willing um but yeah is it another one of those pandemic surges is it one of those because that's what's happening at my job where because things are weird all the time i i I, they're not specifically saying it is but i have a feeling that's probably what's going on yeah (laughs) oh boy gotta love fucking bureaucracies man love it (laughs) yeah we live in a hell universe yep shout out the late stage capitalism is gonna kill us all (laughs) love it but yeah, so yeah, that stuff is good. Uh, I actually was on a while back. You had me on the Phantom Zone podcast, so I that's a good ass show with some good ass people. So yeah. give that one a gander. I'm putting links into the description for those two as well, so you can give those a peep and Movie Dumpster as well. So both of those you'll be able to check out. And yeah, some good shit. Uh, and with that being said, it is now one a.m. So I have about <laughs> six hours before I have to be at work. So oh man, I'm sorry. Hey, don't even feel too bad because I I went to work at 7 a.m. this morning, got off at 1, and then I think I fell asleep until like 7. So like it's fine. That, uh, that is was my hours for a while too. So Yep. Yep. Hopefully it won't be the same. It, hopefully that won't be a trend I'm starting, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, you'll see, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, know, we'll this pandemic, some anything can happen. Exactly. It's pandemic about to be a pandemic all these hours I got. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's thing I'll probably say all episode, especially at the end. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this episode. Thank you all for watching. Once again, thank you, Hunter, for hopping on. Anytime, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do this again sometime soon. Um, okay. Hopefully we'll get Al on here if we can record a little earlier. <laughs> yes. So fingers crossed for that. Absolutely. Um, I'm still now, I, I'm realizing now at this point, this is, I did say earlier that I was trying to make all of February all have guest hosts that are all uh, black people for Black History Month. Um, we're going to see about that because I haven't <laughs> hit anybody up yet. Oh, well. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm going to take it week by week. We'll see what I can make happen. I'm definitely going to have some guests on because uh, that's kind of my big thing I want to do for this podcast, just invite more people on. So you will see some people, um, but the whole week or the whole month, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I got my fingers crossed, but you know it's going to depend on other people's schedules, blah, blah, blah. So Hell yeah. So yeah. So with that being said... Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for everything. And as I always say, keep it real. Keep it real. Adios, y'all.